Hello everyone, I'm your host, April Metzler for the RSVP Show, and you have tuned into my Focusing on God in the Music segment. With me today is my very first international guest from Nigeria. He is a singer-songwriter who has a heart for worshiping God, and his name is Dong Zeng Niem, also known by his fans as DZ. The main scriptures we will be visiting about today are 2 Chronicles 5, 11-14, and Daniel 11, 32. What does it look like to break the chains of religion and tradition to learn who God truly is? God loves you so very much. His heart is turned toward you as his child. Seeking to know him is where the understanding of his love begins. But what does that look like in action, and how does knowing him impact worship and unity in worship? Now's your opportunity to get your Bible, study pad, and a pencil or pen. And as always, we will be getting started here shortly by opening in prayer and inviting the Holy Spirit in to ensure that this visit is protected and blessed in His name for His glory. Thank you for joining. and welcome to another episode of the RSVP show. I'm your host, April Metzler, and I have an awesome guest with me here today, and he is not here in the U.S. He is clear over across the water in a completely different area. I looked it up. We are thousands of miles apart, and yet he is here with me today. Thank God. I am so excited to introduce him. I'm going to let him introduce himself because I am horrible with names, but DZ is what he goes by in the music industry as a songwriter, and here he is today. If you'll welcome my guest. Hello, April. I'm so excited to connect with you. Uh, my name is Dung Zhang Nyam. I'm from Just Plateau State, North Central Nigeria, West Africa. That is awesome. So you have, I read your biography, by the way, okay. on your okay. artist profile, and you have went from many years of multiple songs, and you did tape disbursements. And for my younger audience, you want to explain what that is? <laughs> what did that look like to record on tape and distribute your music that way? Because a lot of musicians don't even know what that looks like. Well, um, in 1997, that was the year I recorded my first uh, single, uh, sorry, my first album. Uh, I did the recording at the Music Ministries of Nigeria uh, here in Jos. And uh, it was really a bit of a challenge because uh, coming from a family uh, of six, with uh, some other dependents to be taken care of by your parents, is it wasn't really an easy task to bring in the sponsorship of music into what actually was originally planned, you know, uh, within the home budget. And so at some point in time, I had to engage myself in some petty trading to be able to raise funds to uh, finance the budget in the studio. You know, uh, one of those things I did was that uh, I had to go and get uh, tapes from the music distributors here in Jaws. And particularly, I was going for the foreign music. 
because that seems to be my area of interest as at that material time. And luckily enough for me, I had some, you know, uh, brethren within the church that were also of the same uh, thinking with me and of interest too. So I'll go get those steps and go to them. You know, at times I have to go door by door, you know, trying to sell out uh, those tapes to the people I know as my regular customers and then uh, those I look at as prospective, you know, uh, customers to get those tapes sold. And thank God I was able to raise some, some money and with that and a little assistance too from the home front, I was able to sponsor the recording of uh, that tape. So when that uh, album was finally out, I actually uh, felt that it was going to be very easy for me to have uh, the album accepted, you know, uh, by the marketers and then have it distributed easily. But when I got to some of the marketers, surprisingly, you know, the impression I got from them was that I was just doing that, you know, for money primarily. So that's a kind of uh, hurt my feeling, you know, about uh, their thinking towards me because I didn't really uh, blame them for perceiving me to have come from that angle because that was the business of, uh, that was the business of the day, you know, by some people who are actually into gospel music. So there was this general impression that, you know, virtually every gospel um, Okay. Oh, you froze yes. for a second. Hold on a second. You froze. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. It's okay. So I primary reason for me to go into uh, music. And so my, my feeling was actually hot. And I felt instead of uh, giving, you know, the music to the marketer to do the distribution, I felt with the little that I had, I could go ahead and, you know, have uh, a number of uh, tapes dubbed and then try to do the distribution in churches whenever I go to minister or whenever I go to concert venues. And so that continued for quite some time. And to God be the praise, I was able to, in 1999, uh, release my second album so that was just what happened then that's awesome so you are a tried and true example of work hard hard work to get to where you're at today and yes, i just yes, yes. i, I want to really like put that out there because there's a um a whole generation that doesn't know what that <laughs> looks like in action you're right you're and, right and it's good that uh, there are examples out there of what that looks like because now 
you're at you're doing um your, your fourth song i think right of your releases that you have on reverb nation which is available. Yes, yes, yes. And the fourth one that's coming up has a cool name but before we you know dive into that let's go ahead and open in um prayer so that we can start our visit about how we're going to focus on God and the music because you have such a heart for God and in, I can see it in your writing, um, especially with the songs that I've been privy to. Um, Thank you. But I definitely want to like share that part with the audience. So if you would uh, lead us in prayer, I would love that. That'd be great. It's okay. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this moment, the moment of truth. We thank you for your leadership. We thank you for your guidance. We thank you for your protection. Lord, we thank you for the grace to even be among the living. We thank you, Lord, even for this uh, podcast show. We thank you for the grace upon April. We thank you for the grace upon her audience. We thank you for the grace upon everyone that is a contributor to the success of this show. Lord, as we proceed, we ask that you will lead us into all truths, give us a better understanding of your word, and let your name alone be glorified. Thank you for we've asked all this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Okay. So, you have already given me a couple of scriptures that you would like to share with our audience. Yes. One is in the book of Daniel, and the other is in Second Chronicles. Which one did you want to read first today? I would like to read uh, from the book of Daniel first. Okay. All right. Yes. And what translation are you reading out of for the audience? I am reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. I take the reading. Daniel 11, verse number 32. With flattery, he will cut... Sorry, I take it again. With flattery, he will corrupt those who act wickedly towards the covenant. But the people who know their God will be strong and take action. <laughs> uh, uh, so what does that scripture say to you in your walk right now? Okay. Now, concentrating uh, on the uh, second part of the scripture, talking about uh, those who know their God, you know, shall be strong and uh, take action. You know, as uh, believers, uh, uh, let, me, let me just give an illustration with myself. You know, uh, raised from a Christian family, you know, we were actually taught uh, then what I recently began to realize was just a mere tradition. 
you know, we were asked to go to church. I don't have any problem with going to church. You know, we were asked to go to church to pray often, to do good to people. Mm-hmm. You know, we are just asked to be generally, you know, nice to people. But as time passes by, you know, I got to, rea- to the realization, you know, that doing all that does not really amount to knowing God and who God is. So, you know, that actually, you know, brings me to, you know, to the point of uh, relating, uh, coming to relate with God, you know, in person, having an experience, a personal experience with God, not just the traditional, you know, uh, way of uh, doing things. So, Having thought of that, you know, I now had to do a bit of adjustment to my life, you know, to come to accept, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior, you know, and then try to get, you know, my mind, you know, transformed, you know, beyond just the tradition of, uh, you know, going to church and then doing good, you know, to try to, you know, act uh, God, to just try to do as God, you know, prescribes, you know. So I look at it as, you know, God taking over me, you know, and not me really being, you know, the old person, you know, that I I used to know. So that uh, particular portion of the scripture has really helped me you know, to take actions uh, where and when necessary. So this has been a very, very, very inspirational, you know, uh, portion of the scripture, particularly to me. And I feel that as Christians or as musicians, we should try to, you know, allow God to take more, you know, of us and not more of us above God. So that is just... Uh, uh, the good thing that I like about that scripture. And that is the lesson I have learned about that scripture. Wow. Well, that is a great lesson. That is, that is really wonderful because it, it does speak to the fact that, that sometimes as songwriters and musicians and artists, we don't take that step to get to know the God that we're writing about or singing yes, about. Yes, yes. Um, and I've noticed in, in traditional church that there's a lot of folks that don't even, they don't even connect to the lyrics that are being, you know, saying, um, it's, it's almost as if they're just singing the notes versus really being in that moment with God and, you know, letting the Holy spirit flow through, and just being in that worship, um, that true worship moment of, oh my God, you are, you are mighty, you are glorious, you are awesome, you know, just that, that is, that is true. There is a, a knowing of God that, that we must come to, um, and then the actions and the strengthening that, that we do take um, magnifies and glorifies his name. So, yes, yeah, that's very, very good. <laughs> 
thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, so you're. I'm curious because you went from Daniel to Second Chronicles. So, how do these? I'm going to ask you here in a little bit. How do these connect? But um, do you want to go ahead and read Second Chronicles as well? Yes. That would be great. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Second Chronicles five eleven. Okay. Second Chronicles five eleven. Yeah, you're good. You can yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, okay. I should have said, yeah, go right ahead. I'm I'm actually there already. Oh, it's okay. It looks like I am freeze from here. Oh, you're frozen. That would yeah, not be. Looks like I'm frozen from here. Okay. Well, if we will, can you hear me still, or is it just the video? Yes, yes, I can still hear you. Okay, yeah, go ahead and um, read, because I don't, you're actually moving, and I can see you okay. on my side, so I think we're good. It's, it's okay, we are good, we are good. Mm -hmm. Okay. When the priest came out of the holy of the holy place, for all the priests who were present had consecrated themselves, regardless of their tour of duty, the Levitical singers of the Asaph, of Haman, of Jedotam, and of their sons and their relatives dressed in the linen with cymbals, harps, and lyres were, were standing east of the altar, and with them were 120 priests blowing trumpets. The trumpeters and singers joined together to praise and thank the Lord with one voice. They raised their voices, accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and musical instruments in praise to the Lord. For he is good. His faithful love endures forever. The temple, the Lord's temple, was filled with a cloud, and because of the cloud, the priests were not able to continue ministering, for the glory of the Lord filled God's temple. The Lord bless his reading. So, um, I would still... Uh, talk from uh, the standpoint of uh, someone who, in the course of worship in the church, has uh, come across uh, so many events, you know, and some of uh, these events really uh, did not point out to the fact that 
as a body of Christ, we are uh, operating in unison. And that has actually affected the way the world sees us as Christians. You know, as Christians, we are supposed to be a shining example for the world to see and get um, for the world to see and get uh, and then be able to convince them into the path you know of the lord to really see us as shining examples you know for them to get attracted into the body of christ but some of the experiences i've had particularly uh, within the church uh, settings uh, in my area here in Jos and in some parts of uh, Nigeria where I was able to uh, uh, go there as uh, a guest artist to perform. You know, there seems not to be uh, much of unity amongst us, particularly the musicians. You know, some are seen as the big names. And uh, some are even regarded as uh, as uh, people who cannot really uh, impact, you know, in the lives of uh, other Christians. Which, to me, it's a very, very uh, a wrong way of thinking, especially within the body of Christ. You know, I I feel that as uh, Christians and as musicians, we should be able to you know, assess our successes, you know, not based on the game of number, you know, but by the impact, you know, we are able to make in the lives of, uh, of the people that we minister to. Hmm. So uh, like uh, we've read in the scripture, the unity, you know, that was actually present, you know, in the temple, actually attracted God. So if if God is praised, you know, if God is praised among us without divisions, you know, without uh, differentiation, God gets attracted and miracles do happen. But when we are divided, you know, as a body of Christ or as musicians, we are not in good terms with each other. We don't expect the Holy Spirit to operate, uh, you know, smoothly amongst us. Definitely, there are going to be distractions here and there. And I believe that for us to be able to to hear God, for us to be able to, you know, talk to others about the God we know, we have to be stable in the might to allow God speak through us to some other people so that they can get the blessings that is coming from God through us as vessels. Mm, that's good. Yeah, there's so much to say about us blocking the blessings through our choices, um, not to honor him and not to submit before the throne, you know, and, and, and yield to his leading. There's a lot to say about that. Well, I uh, I have to agree with you because there is a, a lack of unity, but there is um, hope in the fact that that 
after unity is obtained, there's so much glory to be seen after that. Um, and I think the more that we encourage one another um, to the good works uh, and love that he calls us to, you know, I think that um, that stirs us up to do that. Exactly that, you know. It's interesting about the the lack of unity that you, you've seen and witnessed in um, in where you're located at, because it's the same, I think, everywhere. You know, it's, um, even here, you know, we still have that that lack of unity uh, on, in the body, not on, on top of just, um, not just in the music industry, but it's expanded, you know, out, outside of that as well. Um, I like how you were bringing up the fact that in the church itself, there's, there's a lack of unity as well. I found, I find it wonderful to, in the middle of, you know, a congregation at a church to stop and listen to everybody and the voices singing and glorifying God, because that in and of itself is edifying. But when do we do that? It's not very often. Everything's just a show. And uh, it's nice to to just hear the voices lifted up on high, like in Second Chronicles and in, in the reading that you shared. You know, that's what they did. They all praised the Lord all together. Wouldn't it be nice to get to that point? Well, hopefully someone on these airwaves is listening <laughs> and they're getting encouraged to do that. You know, let's nice. let's start a movement, people. Let's let's make sure that we come alongside one another and, you know, support one another and encourage one another and point each other to God and um to praise his name. Such a good, such a good word, brother. <laughs> Thank you. God hyping us. We'll definitely get there. Yes. We'll get there. Yes. Yeah, and you know, it's the um, passage that you were sharing in Daniel. I was oh, reading um, ten, and then after as well, um, the one that you shared, and he is in the middle of some really profound uh, times. Himself, you know, he's he's actually talking to you know angels, you know, they're coming in and strengthening him through the visions that he's seeing, and they're so strong uh, visions that he is weakened and without strength, you know, and and we get to that point, but it's it's just so encouraging to know that even when we're in those times where we don't feel like we have the strength that God he's strengthening us he's sending yes. what we need and he equips yes. us to do all of the good work that he's called us to do so there's an encouragement in that no matter how weak you feel or overwhelmed you feel or tired or weary you know don't don't grow weary in doing the good work for at that appointed time you will reap you know that reward so sure yeah, I just, I'm really encouraged by what you're sharing. It's really good stuff, brother. Thank you, sister. So I want to know, though, about this new song. Can we share about this new song? Is that okay? It's okay. Yeah? It's okay. Well, in 1995, after graduating from the college, I went to, I gained admission into the School of Preliminary Studies in Kefi, 
uh, now University of uh, Nasarawa State University. So uh, there we used to attend the fellowships, the fellowships around and uh, particularly in the school fellowship there, I used to minister in songs and God was really uh, trying to get my attention. But at some point, I was uh, really uh, busy somehow to get to really know that God really needs my attention. And so one day, uh, there was a vigil that was held in the school hall. And so it was time for me to present a song. And uh, when I started uh, singing uh, that song and something happened, you know, and I just gave it to God because I just knew it was God. Now, some students who had left, you know, uh, to go get some sleep or do one or two things in the hostel, you know, started coming back, you know, rushing into the hall as soon as I, I started uh, singing, as soon as my voice was heard. So I... You know, I was beginning to wonder what was going on. I said, could it be there is a trouble in the hostel and people are running in for safety or something? And so later on, I got to understand that it was the sound of my voice that they heard singing. And they just came all in to be able to, you know, hear me sing. And then uh, I'm just trying to give you a background of how that song actually came my way. And so uh, subsequently, the vigil organizers would, you know, uh, most of the times make my presentation, you know, come, you know, towards the end of the vigil so that they'll be able to, you know, uh, have people wait, you know, to the end of uh, the vigil. And so, to God's glory, you know, uh, people were one for Christ, you know, uh, most especially during the vigils, we used to have more giving their lives to Christ during the vigils than during normal church service. So, how this song came about, inspired by what has been happening in the uh, uh, normal fellowship days and during the uh, vigil uh, night, I went to a place we used to call the powerhouse. You know, there's a, there, there was an uncompleted structure that we called the powerhouse. So we used to assemble there for uh, midweek prayers and then Bible studies. That's, we used to have Bible studies on uh, Tuesdays and then uh, midweek prayers on Wednesdays. So in between, I would sneak you know, and go to that powerhouse to uh, have a quiet, you know, time with God. So one day when I was uh, just praying and uh, meditating uh, on God's word, and then the urge for me to sing now came. And so I just started singing, you know, the mind reader, song I just talked to you about. So 
I just find myself singing and I've noticed that mostly that is how my inspirations come. Mostly when I'm praying or when I'm having my quiet time or from the experiences that I see around. At times I just find myself uh, singing. I can't remember any day I picked a paper and pen saying that I want to sit down and compose a song. You know, so that was just how that song came about. I just started singing the song and the song is about to come out to the glory of God. That's awesome. So do you have one lyric line that you want to share with us about what this is? Because that title, Mind Reader, that is not a song title that I would put in the Christian category. So it makes me curious, like, what in the world uh, is this song about? (laughs) Uh, Well, um, you see, uh, God is our creator, and he knows everything about us. And so God knew our yesterday. He knows about our today, and he definitely knows about our future and so um the mind reader uh it's it's a song that you know it gives us that understanding that god is all-knowing and so we could have secrets that people close to us don't even know but i tell you god knows and so i will just give you just a line you know, of uh, that song. Are you going to sing it or are you going to actually just uh, say it? <laughs> okay, let me just say it. Let me just say it. <laughs> okay. Let me just say it. Yeah, so, Lord, you know, you know, you know. Lord, you know, you know, you know. Lord, you know, you know, you know. Lord, you know the hearts of men. So that's the chorus. Yes, that's the chorus. And so uh, the the stanza, all the things that I do are ever uncovered before your eyes. So take that in my heart, which defiles and endue me with your own power, Lord, that I might be a man after your own heart. Oh, man, you're going to make me cry. Knock it off. <laughs> That's good. That's so good. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. No. Um. See, this is why I wanted you on the show. <laughs> I just even just the the few songs that are available on your Reverb Nation account are that it's just the lyrics. There's just something about it, and there was just something about your the way you were singing them that w- was it was just exemplary of um, worshiping the Father through song. So God be praised. I definitely wanted to have you on here to visit with you about all of this because there's okay. there's this. Um, this example that you're giving as a songwriter that I hope that the audience is hearing because there is so much to say about what God gives us when we are still and meditate on his word and his truth and just 
be in his presence. Um, and I, I just, I, I can't begin to explain, you know, the importance of that and the value of that, especially in your walk with God. You have, you have all of this time at your disposal. What are you doing with it? You know, what are the actions that you're taking, um, you know, toward him to get to know him more? Um, there's an importance in that. And so you're demonstrating that. And I just, I thank you so much. Um, the music industry is in need of it for sure. <laughs> thank so, you are focusing on God in the music and that's exactly why you're on the show. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. So, um, so if you had one piece of advice to, a new or current songwriter out there, maybe they're in a different genre, like they don't write for God, but they want to, or God is prompting them to in this season. What what advice or sound counsel would you give them to start that process? Okay, that's a good question, April. Well, my advice for them is to uh my advice to everyone who uh is trying to start singing uh gospel music uh but doesn't really know how to go about it i just have uh one particular advice to give now i will advise that uh such a person gets himself buried in the word of god you know, and that would kind of uh, gradually transform, you know, his mind, you know, from what he actually is to what he really wants to be. And so I believe that uh, eventually, you know, as he gets uh, filled, you know, uh, with the Spirit of God and and by the word of God in him, his inspirations definitely will now begin to take a different turn. So I strongly advise that we take our time and stay in the presence of God. And definitely he's going to inspire uh, us into writing music that would really be uh, instrumental to the church and then for self-edification too. That's good. I love the word that you use, though, buried in the word of God. I mean, I immediately went to planting and the fact that a seed before it develops into the flower or the fruit or the vegetable or what have you that it grows to be or even the tree that is rooted, grounded, you know, um, it all starts by first being buried and you're literally talking about being buried in the word of God. Well, what does that type of buried look like? It's just something to think upon, folks. <laughs> it's definitely something to think upon. <laughs> uh, so, see, this is, I just love it. Everything's just, it's just flowing, and there's just so much here. I hope that the audience is really hearing and listening uh, intently to what you have shared, because it's very good stuff. So what is, what is, yes, definitely. I'm just, I didn't mean to interrupt that either. Praise God, of mm. course. <laughs> yeah. 
So what is your, um, what is the rest of 2021 look like to you as a songwriter? Do you have um, more songs you would like to get out or are you just taking it day by day or what does that look like? Yes, I have a lineup of songs, you know, to release within this year, 2021. And so I'm uh, already working on that. And I know with the Lord's help, everything is going to work out fine. So I have a lot more to give this 2021. Have you officially done any type of digital distribution yet on some of these songs? Are you sending them where people can listen to them, like on Spotify and Amazon and such, or is it just available on Reverb Nation right now? It's just available on Reverb Nation. Okay. At the moment, yes. Awesome. Okay, so that's where you guys got to go and find him. And all of his music and everything is Reverb Nation. And just look up his, well, what's... What's a good song? Champion is really good. Forgive. And then what other one do you have on there right now? I have uh, Champion. I have uh, Forgive. And then I have Beyond This Crisis. Beyond This Crisis. Yes. Sorry, Bob Nation. Yeah, those are all really deep lyrics, folks. I encourage you to go check out his music for sure. Um, and can are you on you're on Facebook, Instagram? Um, what where can they find you and connect with you? Okay, I am uh, presently very active on Facebook and then on Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I yes. I have not really warmed up to Twitter yet, but okay, um, okay. <laughs> but I'm on there. I just only have like a few people on there. <laughs> so at the moment, I am presently active on the two, and then as time passes by, I hope to get on other social with other social media uh, activities too. Well, it takes a lot of time to do all of those things. Yes, I, yes, I can yes. vouch for that. My goodness. It's an investment. Um, so uh, what do you do on a day-to-day? Because you and I were talking before um, about how you have you know, scheduling and stuff. And, of course, your hours different than I am. I'm over here in the morning, and you're in the almost evening time now. Yes, yes. Um, what do you do in your day-to-days besides your songwriting? Um, besides my songwriting, yeah, besides my songwriting, on a daily basis, I go to work. Mm-hmm. Except for when I am on uh, maybe annual leave. Mm-hmm. You know, that's tend to be, that tends to be a freer time for me. I actually work with the Nigeria Railway Corporation, so I'm a staff of the federal government of Nigeria. So how is, is that something that you, um, you find uh, a lot of time to meditate as, as you're working? Because I don't, I don't know, like a railroad corporation, that's got to be a lot of work, of course. But <laughs> I find that when I'm busy doing, doing the things that I do, um, I can always have that extra time to meditate on his word. And I was wondering if you, you do as well. Do you fit him in your day-to-day? 
Well, uh, before joining the Nigeria Railway Corporation, I actually have uh, been into music. And so to me, it's not um, a very serious uh, challenge, mm -hmm. so to so, because uh, just in between, I just know how I do my things, you know. For the times that I'll have uh, less at work in the offices, I, I mean, in the office, I take advantage of uh, such times to uh, go on with my uh, singing stuff and then uh, trying to get things done. So wherever I find myself, I try to make uh, the most, you know, of uh, that time that I have to work on my music. That's awesome. See, I'm a, I'm a musician, songwriter, you know, and I always have a song in my heart. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. So it's, mm. I figured yours was the same way. I figured that, yes. you know, with that heart of the song, psalmist, I guess you could say you're a psalmist, I'd imagine, especially with this new song. My goodness. There's so much to say about that. But I am... I am so encouraged by this visit. You guys know where you can connect with him, and I encourage you to do so. I will be sharing to all of my different platforms and the website, and you'll be able to connect with him through all of the links in the show notes. So I thank you so much for your time, sir. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was a pleasure, and I, uh, I will definitely um, make sure that folks know how to find you because this is just phenomenal, so wonderful. And um, who knows what God's going to do with all of these songs that you have, but they're going to be over here in, in Oklahoma and to all of my listening areas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's Thank you. spreading Thank you. far. You're welcome, sir. All right. Thank God bless you. you guys. God loves you. And um, if you need any prayer or anything, reach out to me at um, one of my platforms at aprildmetzler.com. All right, you guys. See you later. Don't forget to connect with Dung Zeng Yim on Reverb Nation and on social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.